0: Part Three, Chapter Eight of Anna Karenina by Leo Tolstoy, translated by Nathan Haskell Doyle. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Marianne Spiegel. Toward the beginning of June, when everything was more or less satisfactorily arranged, she received her husband's reply to her complaints about her domestic tribulations. He wrote asking pardon because he had not remembered everything and promised to come just as soon as he could. This had not yet come to pass, and at the end of June darya alexandrovna was still living alone in the country it was midsummer sunday the feast of st peter and darya alexandrovna took all her children to the holy communion in her intimate philosophical discussions with her sister her mother or her friends she often surprised them by the breadth of her views on religious subjects a strange religious metempsychosis had taken place in her and she had come out into a faith which had very little in common with ecclesiastical dogmas. But in her family, not merely for the sake of example, but in answer to the requirements of her own soul, she conformed strictly to all the obligations of the church, and now she was blaming herself because her children had not been to communion since the beginning of the year, and, with the full approbation and sympathy of Matryona Filimonovna, she resolved to accomplish this duty. For several days beforehand she had been occupied in arranging what the children should wear, and now their dresses were arranged, all clean and in order. Flutings and flouncings were added, new buttons were put on, and ribbons were gathered in knots. Only Tanya's frock, which had been entrusted to the English governess to alter, caused Dolly great vexation. The English governess, in making the changes, put the seams in the wrong place, cut the sleeves too short, and spoiled the whole garment. It fitted so badly about the shoulders that it was painful to look at her, but it occurred to Matryona Philimonovna to piece out the waist, and to make a cape. The damage was repaired, but they almost had a quarrel with the English governess. By morning all was in readiness, and about ten o'clock, the hour they had asked the father to give them for the communion, the children, in their best clothes and radiant with joy, were gathered on the steps, before the Kalish, waiting for their mother. Thanks to Matryona Philominovna's watchful care, the overseer's brewery had harnessed to the kalish, in place of the restive Voron, and Darya Alexandrovna, who had taken considerable pains with her toilet, appeared in a white muslin gown, and took her seat in the vehicle. Darya Alexandrovna had arranged her hair and dressed herself with care and with emotion. In former times she had liked to dress so well as to render herself handsome and attractive, But as she became older, she lost her taste for adornment, and she saw how her beauty had faded. But now she once more found satisfaction and a certain emotion in being attractively arrayed. She did not now dress for her own sake, or to enhance her beauty, but so that, as mother of these lovely children, she might not spoil the general impression. And as she cast a final glance at the mirror, she was satisfied with herself. She was beautiful, not beautiful in the same way as at one time she liked to be at the ball, but beautiful for the purpose for which she now had in mind. There was no one at church except the musics and the household servants, but Darya Alexandrovna noticed, or thought she noticed, the attention that she and her children attracted as they went along. The children were handsome in their nicely trimmed dresses, and still more charming in their behaviour. Alosha, to be sure, "'was not absolutely satisfactory. "'He kept turning round "'and trying to look at the tails of his little coat, "'but nevertheless he was wonderfully pretty. "'Tanya behaved like a grown-up lady "'and looked after the younger ones. "'But Lily, the smallest, "'was fascinating in her naive wonder "'at everything she saw. "'And it was not hard to smile when, "'after she had received the communion, "'she cried out in English, "'Please, some more!' "'After they got home, "'the children felt, the consciousness that something solemn had taken place, and were very quiet. All went well in the house, till at lunch Grisha began to whistle, and, what was worse than all, refused to obey the English governess, and he was sent away without any tart. Darya Alexandrovna would not have allowed any punishment on such a day if she had been there, but she was obliged to uphold the governess, and confirmed her in depriving Grisha of the tart. This was a cloud on the general happiness." Grisha began to cry, saying that Nikolinka also had whistled, but they did not punish him, and that he was not crying about the tart, that was no account, but because they had not been fair to him. This was very disagreeable, and Darya Alexandrovna, after a consultation with the English governess, decided to pardon Grisha, and went to get him. But then, as she went through the hall, she saw a scene which brought such joy to her heart that the tears came to her eyes, and she herself forgave the culprit." The little fellow was sitting in the drawing-room by the bay window. Near him stood Tanya with a plate. Under the pretext of wanting some dessert for her dolls, she had asked the English governess to let her take her portion of the pie to the nursery, but instead of this she had taken it to her brother. Grisha, still sobbing over the unfairness of his punishment, was eating the pie, and saying to his sister in the midst of his tears, "'Take some, too. We will eat, to Together,' Tanya was full of sympathy for her brother, and had the sentiment of having performed a generous action, and the tears stood in her eyes, but she accepted the portion and was eating it. When they saw their mother, they were scared, but they felt assured, by the expression of her face, that they were doing right. They both laughed, and, with their mouths still full of pie, they began to wipe their laughing lips with their hands, and their shining faces were stained with tears and jam. "'Ye saints! My new white gown!' tanya grisha exclaimed the mother endeavouring to save her gown but at the same time smiling at them with a happy beatific smile afterwards the new frocks were taken off and the girls put on their old blouses and the boys their old jackets and the lineika or two-seated Dotsky, was brought out and again to the overseer's annoyance broi was at the pole so that they might go out after mushrooms and to have a bath it is needless to say that enthusiastic shouts and squeals arose in the nursery and did not cease until they actually got started for their excursion they soon filled a basket with mushrooms even lily found some of the birch agarics. always before miss hull had found them and pointed them out to her but now she herself found a huge birch shalupic and there was a universal cry of enthusiasm lily has found a mushroom afterwards they came to the river left the horses under the birch trees and went to the bath-house their coachman Terenti, leaving the animals to switch away the flies with their tails stretched himself out on the grass in the shade of the birches and smoked his pipe and listened to the shouts and laughter of the children in the bath-house though it was rather embarrassing to look after all these children and to keep them from mischief though it was hard to remember and not mix up all these stockings shoes and trousers for so many different legs and to untie, unbutton, and then fasten again so many tapes and buttons. Still, Darya Alexandrovna always took a lively interest in the bathing, looking on it as advantageous for the children, and never feeling happier than when engaged in this occupation. To fit the stockings on those plump little legs, to take the younger ones by the hand and dip their naked little bodies into the water, to hear their cries, now joyful, now terrified, to see these breathless faces of those splashing cherubim chicks of hers with their scared or sparkling eyes wide open with excitement all this was a perfect delight to her when half of the children were dressed some peasant women in sunday attire on their way to get herbs came along and stopped timidly at the bathhouse matryona filimonovna called to one of them in order to give her a sheet and a shirt to dry that had fallen into the water and darya alexandrovna talked with the women at first they laughed behind their hands, not understanding her questions. But little by little their courage returned, and they began to chatter, and they quite won Darya Alexandrovna's heart by their sincere admiration of the children. ish Ain't she lovely now? White as sugar!' said one, pointing to Tanya, and nodding her head. "'But thin!' "'Yes, because she has been ill.' vish said still another, pointing to the youngest child." It seems you don't take him into the water, do you? No, said Darya Alexandrovna proudly. He is only three months old. You don't say so. And have you any children? I've had four. Two are alive, a boy and a girl. I weaned the youngest before Lent. How old is she? Well, she is going into her second year. Why did you nurse her so long? It's our way. Three springs. And then the women asked Darya Alexandrovna about the birth of her baby— and did she have a hard time? Where was her husband? Would he come often? Darya Alexandrovna was reluctant to part with the peasant women, so delightful did she find the conversation with them, so perfectly identical were their interests and hers, and it was more pleasant to her than anything else to see how evidently all these women were filled with admiration because she had so many and such lovely children. The women made Darya Alexandrovna laugh and it offended Miss Hull for the very reason that she was the cause of their unaccountable laughter. One of the young women gazed with all her eyes at the English governess, who was dressing last, and when she put on the third petticoat, she could not restrain herself any longer, but burst out laughing. Ishtwi She put on one, and then she put on another, and she hasn't got them all on yet! And they all broke out into loud laughter. End of Chapter 8